as one who has been entrusted with the onerous responsibilities of guiding our young republic through these difficult times, I must confess that it is always a source of deep pleasure and encouragement to me to receive assurances of the support of the people and their continuing determination to persevere until complete victory is achieved. Uh, hello everyone, uh, you're welcome to the Biafra Fire podcast. Uh, my numbers are plus six one four six nine zero five nine five two one, and I can be emailed at juxtix at hotmail dot com. So plus six one four six nine zero five nine five two one. That number you can also reach me through that number on WhatsApp. Now a lot is going on. A lot is going on, and a lot is happening in Southern Cameroon. I don't know if you've heard. You must have heard, but Southern Cameroon is uh, it's on fire at the moment. What happened is this. Southern Cameroon speaks English, speak English. The rest of the country, uh, the, rest, the rest of Cameroon speak French. And as usual, as is the practice, practice of colonial powers, when the French came, they bundled everyone together. Just the same thing that Britain did in Nigeria. And even though Cameroon as a country has pretended to get along with each other, well, cracks are starting to appear in that alliance. Long story short, Southern Cameroon declared independence from the rest of Cameroon and symbolically named that section that they are saying is now distinct from Southern Cameroon. Cameroon. They named it Ambazonia. And it's not a peaceful fight. It's just not your uh, standard freedom fighting. These guys, the Southern Cameroonian had... Cameroonians, they have guns, they have machetes, there are certain places on fire, they are burning down buildings and they are just openly rebelling against the Cameroonian state and the constituted authority in Cameroon. And But then again, a bit of context is necessary. For the past few months, it's been in the news to some extent that the a rapid intervention battalion, which I have a bit to talk about in the news section, that they've been cracking down massively and committing human rights abuses in the Southern Cameroon. Now, the issue here is simple. They, this, the Southern Cameroon, just much like Biafra, they do not want to be a part of Cameroon. They feel that the difference is too big and the differences are so irreconcilable that they can never work out. They want to go their own separate ways. As usual, the Cameroonian state is trying to use force to make them stay in Cameroon. Now, it's backfired. It's turning. It's about to turn into a full-blown war. Both sides are already being accused of human rights abuses. And I don't know where we're headed from here. But like, it's, it's sad because I recall, I recall months ago, I was thinking, when will the world stop paying attention to this problem? When will the world start waking up to the atrocities being committed by elite army forces, elite army battalions in the Cameroons, at the instruction of the government, of course, against Southern Cameroonians, who are mostly students and lawyers and activists seeking to have a home state to call their own. Nobody was saying anything about it. There, it had no, there was no serious discussion 
in the global media over this issue. Now it's starting to explode. And even now, even now, it's still not getting the attention it deserves. I haven't seen it in any Australian dailies. And I wonder when will the world start waking up to this issue of Biafra and Ambazonia, both in Cameroon and Nigeria. When will the world start coming to terms that this is not just something that will go away? This is not just an agitation born out of current trends or or, or, or lack of uh, contentment or disaffection with the current government. No, these issues run deep. These issues run very, very deep. And I hope, I do hope that the world will start giving this issue the attention that it deserves. So uh, the news coming out, Coming out of Biafra, and it has a bit to do. It's the issue about the rapid intervention battalion in the Cameroons. This is an elite army force uh, of the Cameroonian army, and they are now accused of massive, large-scale human rights abuses in the Cameroon. And why is this even making news? It is making news because people are dying, and because this group, the BIR, Rapid Intervention Battalion, were actually trained by the US and Israel. So they are, they have up to date uh, skills with respect to combat, and as it appears to be the case, torture. Now I wonder, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't a reasonable person expect? the U.S. and Israel to intervene already, to go, look, okay, we thought you these things, we told you how to fight, we told you how to be a world-class fighting outfit, but not to persecute the people that you are actually supposed to protect. When will the U.S. and Israel step up and make statements to that effect? When? I'm still waiting. Look, in the last 10 days alone in the zoo, which is Nigeria, it's all bad news. Bad news as usual. 20 were killed in Adamawa State. 36 killed in Zafara State. Over 200 killed in Plateau State. Is this not a zoo? 20, I'll, go, I'll repeat it again. 21 people killed in Adamawa State. 36 killed in Zamfara. And over 200 killed in Plateau State. And all this happened in the last 10 days alone. In the last 10 days alone. Is this just not your typical rivers of blood? And uh, with respect to the killing in Plateau State... Buhari has sent in an army, has sent in the army, and they are now tormenting innocent civilians in the in the guise of setting up check, checkpoints and seeking to pick out or seeking to solve the crime or whatever. The number one is the the army in Nigeria is overused. Like these guys never stay in the barracks; they are always running around in the streets. They do not understand that I have never seen an army person in, in Australia. I have never seen the army outside. You you you, you see the police because they are taxed. The, the law says that the police are taxed with protecting property and lives. And that the people that you see trying to enforce the law, you never see the army. But in the zoo, everything is about everything. The military is involved. If there's a problem, the, anywhere the military is involved, and of course, because they are not trained to handle civilians, it always it, it was the picture. They make it worse. The picture that I saw on Facebook was the, of them lying people, telling people to lie down 
on the ground and just just molesting people. And these are people that are traumatized from the events that just happened in Plateau State. And one pastor, Church of Assemblies of God in Plateau State, was also one of the people that were killed. Mayhem. Everywhere you look, you can literally stand in the middle of Nigeria and look to the north. There is blood shed. Like, you look to the south. People are dying. The east. Everywhere you turn, people are dying. Uh, a federal high court has granted bail to the Biafra Four. Uh, Zoo Justice Bintanyako has granted bail to the Biafra activists in Kuja prison in strict condition, about 10 million each, and, and uh, other onerous bail conditions. This is a disgrace. They shouldn't have been in prison to start with, and they have committed any no crime. The only crime that they have committed is that they do not want to be a part of Nigeria, much like I don't want to be a part of Nigeria, just like every other... True, Biafran doesn't want to be a part of Nigeria. It's not a crime. Look, it's not a crime. It's not a terrorist crime to say that I don't want to associate with you. It's it's nothing bad. It's not unheard of to say that we want a homeland of our own, that we don't get along with you, and that we will never get along with you. We are doing the Nigerians a favor. We are saying what they have always been thinking. We are just laying bare the divisions. We know that they hate us and we are going, okay, look, we don't like you too very much. So let's just part ways. Let's stop pretending and part ways. And uh, according to barista, the barrister uh, representing Senator Nyinaya, uh, the, the senator was arrested for on charges of gun running and supporting IPOB. This is all just bullshit. It's it's all it's all a joke. What Buhari, what the president of Nigeria does to put it simply is to harass his opponent with the uh apparatus of state. So if he doesn't get along with you, he just does you in. He just gets at you with trumped up charges. That's all. All this rubbish about gun running is just it's just absolute bullshit. It's doesn't make any sense it's a waste of time and of course i'm happy no one is buying it uh the news coming out of africa italy is calling for migrant centers to be set up in africa to stop a tide of asylum seekers fleeing towards western europe as rome raised pressure on its european union partners to take a much tougher approach to immigration 20 people appeared in court in in the ethiopian capital of addis ababa following a grenade attack at a rally for, for uh, Prime Minister, as a, at a rally for Prime Minister by Abiy Ahmed, in which two people were killed and scores wounded. Uh, the head of Kenya's state-run standards body and seven other officials, as well as two businessmen, were charged with attempted murder on Monday for allowing imports of substandard fertilizer containing mercury. This look at the, it's the kind of news you get in, in from Africa. It's a statutory body was set up the standards board to make sure that whatever is imported into the country is of high quality so that people don't die so that people can actually be sure that whatever they are paying for is actually what they are paying for and is of a good quality now the person that is taxed with the mandate of ensuring that these standards are met he is taking bribe and he's colliding colluding with um businessmen to import substandard goods I don't understand. I do not understand. This is madness. This is madness of the highest order. And in as much as I try to wrap my mind around how these things happen, I just am unable. I'm completely unable to understand it. Look, 
if we if if Kenya as a country wanted to import substandard, if they if they didn't care about standards, they wouldn't have set up this portfolio. They wouldn't have set up this uh, ministry. They would have just let the businessmen to run around and import whatever they wanted to import. But they took deliberate efforts to set up this ministry and put someone in charge. And the person that they put in charge, ignorance or ignorant of his mandate, is actually colluding to sabotage that mandate. Now I'm the kind of we say black people, black people. Nigeria's Buhari is calling for calm as it sees people die in farmer header clashes. Look, look, I'll tell you something. Nigeria is a joke. It's nothing is working. In it. And since I was, I'm, I'm 29 years old. Since I was born, since I was, since I was conscious of being a person, people always die in Nigeria. And the authorities say one, two things: stay calm. We are looking into it. Stay calm. We are looking into it. Stay calm. We are looking into it. That's all they ever say. It doesn't change. They don't even put in the creativity or the effort to actually, you know, just from time to time say something less mundane, something maybe just something different. They no longer make that effort. So it's just stay calm. We are going to... 86 people died has died over, over the last 10 days in Nigeria. The president is saying stay calm. How can people stay calm when bullets, guns are pointed at them? How can they... St- oh, my God. This Buhari, um, um, I feel like he should be recommended for medical checkup. He should be recommended for health examinations. Um, and I'm talking about his mental health. Uh, because really, when all said and done, and that's the Nigerian nonsense he focus. The thing I want to talk about in this Nigerian nonsense focus section. When all is said and done, Muhari doesn't have any moral authority. He, this is a guy that came into office because in the north, in the, the Muslims, the Muslim section of the country managed to inflate results. Massively inflate results. So he's not even supposed to be there. So like most Nigerians just look at him and like, you have no moral authority. You're a dictator. You're a pedophile. And you shouldn't be leading the nation. Now the quote of the day is this. You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. What a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful quote. You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. This by, that's by Maya Angelou in her book, Letter to My Daughter. I'll see you next time.